What companies deserve your hard-earned dollar? Which would you want to work for? How can you know if they share your values? Just ask us. Just Capital is a nonprofit that tracks who really means business in supporting workers, customers, communities, the environment, and shareholders. We measure progress, track success, and help them be better. When you see the Just Capital seal, you know what's real because just business is better business. Visit justcapital.com to learn who makes your dollar count. Being from uh, the state of Maryland, um, not Baltimore, obviously, from outside of Washington, but loving Baltimore for all of its intricacies, we have, I have at least met, many countless unintentionally funny people from that area. But our next guest might be genuinely, legitimately the funniest person that's ever come out of Baltimore, Maryland, as we welcome in comedian <laughs> Stavros Halkius, who is back home uh, for the Fat Rascal Tour that's taking place up at the historic Lyric Theater up in Baltimore tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday. And also, I just want to say to you, thank you for coming on. Like, I know the tickets are so limited. You actually don't really need to promote this. So thank you for coming on today. I appreciate it. Yeah, no, ha- you know, thanks for having me on. I mean, maybe um, I just, to be honest with you, didn't realize I was agreeing. Uh, and it was too late to back out. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm happy to be here, man. Um, I'm happy to be here. I'm pumped. Yeah, we have some some tickets uh, left for the late show Thursday. So if anyone's around, they want a, they want a nice little laugh. Come see us. But yeah, no. Thanks for having me on, my friend. I mean, I think I should have played the clip. But my favorite one that I've seen of you, where you talk about Baltimore, was one where you talk about overhearing someone spending your sweatpants money on Doritos which sounds about as perfect Baltimore as it gets. <laughs> yes. It's a beautiful town. I mean, we do, we have our own very specific brand of white trash. And if you know, if your listeners are more in DC, they're in Northern VA, come up, come up to Baltimore for a little bit, come up and just really experience it for yourself. We have a very specific blend of like, it's the nexus of where like, Southern and mid-Atlantic white trash meat, and it co- and it makes a really very specific sports fan and uh, and you know city dweller. So it's I love it. I love those guys. They're they are truly funnier than I'll ever be by just being themselves. Where in Baltimore did you grow up? I grew up in Greetown. I grew up in Southeast Baltimore. So like, what what was that like? Did you know any other funny people? In Greek towns in Baltimore, or, or no? <laughs> yeah, we got them. We got them over there. Everyone, I mean, it's not, I mean, Baltimore's a great, it's a hilarious town. It's, a very, it's an awesome, it's a blue collar town. Yeah, yeah. I feel like everyone is kind of funny. You know, everyone, it's a lot of like, you know, everyone's kind of busting each other's balls. And, you know, my, I come from an immigrant family where that's kind of the thing. The love language is insults. And so, you know, just to make it through, a family dinner or a lunch period in Baltimore city public schools, you do kind of have to, you know, it's mock or be mocked. So, you know, you're, you're on, you're on your toes for sure. Okay. Did you know anybody else in comedy up there? Cause like, I'm only half kidding. Like when I looked up like comedians from Baltimore, the list is short. I mean, it's really short. It is is short. We have a lot of, you know, DC actually has a a much better history Chappelle, yeah. Wanda Sykes, Patton Oswalt's from Northern Virginia, uh, Danny McBride's from Virginia, that kind of thing. But yeah, I really there was not a lot of like well-known comedians, probably. But you know, there's a we had we got our own little we got our own little scene here, you know. And there were people that definitely kind of helped me out along the way. But no, I mean it was a lot of just 
watching, you know, just watching Comedy Central, watching old, you know, my mom's a waitress at a Greek restaurant when I was a little kid. So I spent a lot of my Saturday nights just waiting for her to come home with leftover lamb chops and watching Saturday Night Live. You know, I was just, I was just picking it up all over the place. Right. Sure. Okay. So what was growing up in Baltimore like? You know, it's, it was, I loved it. I mean, I grew up in, um, you know, you don't know any different, obviously, but it was, it was fun, man. We have, I come from a very kind of tightly knit Greek community here in Southeast Baltimore, Greek town. Um, so a lot of, uh, you know, you, we had a lot of just, uh, I didn't, I didn't really leave the neighborhood when I was younger. And then as I grow up, you see everything Baltimore has to offer. It's a, it's a fun town. Like I said, it's a, there's a little edge to it. So yeah, you, gotta, yeah. you gotta be, you know, you're, you're, you know, to kind of be aware, to be funny, to be able to like disarm situations. Um, but I loved it. I mean, I spent a lot of my, a lot of my youth just kind of playing pickup hoops wherever, playing pickup soccer, you know, you know, we would kind of, it's almost like a little travel team where the kids from Greektown would go to other neighborhoods and, you know, and play. We kind of had our own little bootleg world cup going, but I loved it, man. I, I had a, I had a great time. And like I said, going to Baltimore city public schools, it's sort of, it sharpens you. It makes you have to, uh, you know, be quick on your feet. Yeah. You know, some of the funniest people I've ever met are just kids now that just grew up, have regular jobs, but they were electric in that cafeteria. Okay. Somebody, <laughs> somebody comes through with too tight a shirt. Yeah. Somebody comes through with a bad haircut. Forget about it. Oh, wow. He's done. That's a dime a dozen, Stavros. I mean, come on. What are we talking about here? <laughs> shoot, shooting fish in a barrel. Uh, was, all right. So, it was, yeah. All right. Tell me a little more about Baltimore. Describe a Friday night out in Baltimore as a young Stavros running around. What's, what's that like? Oh, man. I mean, I did I did spend my 20s as a broke artist, you know, trying to make it uh, in Baltimore. A lot of – see, Friday night was a tough night because everyone charges full price for drinks on a Friday night. <laughs> you're more, you're, you were much more liable to catch a young Stavros out on two-for-one Tuesdays at the auto bar <laughs> – or the two for two, two. Mm -hmm. I knew every bar's two for deal. So it was like Tuesdays were the auto bar, Wednesdays was the crown. And then if I'm out on a Friday night, it's let's do a show. Let's abuse the comics tab. Let's, you know, uh, pretend I'm a bus boy and eat the uh, leftovers from other, other tables, you know, and then just hope I was funny enough and, and somebody and a young lady's uh, decision making was poor enough. I could take her back to the three hundred dollar a month room that I was renting <laughs> with a buddy of mine. So that's, that, that, that's pretty much what it was looking like. That sounds hot. Uh, all right. So what? <laughs> what? What, uh, what is the dating scene of Baltimore in your experience? Ooh, let's see. I mean, you know, I've been I I'm in New York now, but I mean, when I was in Baltimore, the dating scene was. You know, I gotta say it was. I kind of, I, I dated in my own, uh, you know, in my own uh, division. Nobody really had their life figured out. I dated a lot of alcoholics in my, uh, in my, in my uh, youth, you know, where it was like, I learned to drink stouts because the girls that I was dating would just, I couldn't, I couldn't uh, hang with them. I couldn't go vodka for vodka. So I had to, you know, drink heavier beers to make myself seem manlier, but really I was a light compared to them. 
you know, a lot of uh, a lot of broke people just kind of making the be- making making do with with what they had. You know, it was uh, it was that was that was my twenties, man. No one um, no one had their lives figured out, but no nobody really. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I wasn't, like, in a company. And I don't know, like, how marketing, sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah. and Like Jay-Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. To that. Remind me not to quote any hip-hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. <laughs> when you first said it, I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. Cared. Yeah, if you weren't a comedian, you could be a life coach. This is amazing what you're telling me now. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, all right. So I do a terrible Baltimore accent all the time, but you do a perfect one, obviously, because you grew up there. W- what is the key to doing yeah. the perfect Baltimore accent? Well, the shortcut is you got to hit the O real hard. That's the that's the secret. You got to just hit them with the O. You know, you want to hit a lot of words with with an O. You know, or, or the Orioles absolutely blew it the other night. You know, you just got to really you got to muddy up your vowels. You got to hit the O hard. You know, that's pretty much it. That's that, those those are that, that's the shorthand for it. And the angrier you are and the more ignorant the thing you're saying, <laughs> the more true to the accent oh, it'll be. Okay. Did you have a working example of yeah, that, of love- angry, O, and ignorance all in one? Do you have an example of that? Ooh. Um, hmm. I don't know. We're, are we on a time delay? What's going on here? I don't know that I can <laughs> Oh, say, that's right. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's, if we're really going to be realistic about it, I got it. you're okay. going to get a couple of FCC violations. <laughs> I, appreciate, I appreciate the forethought. All right, so I obviously... Looking out I, for you, buddy. I appreciate it. So I love all the Baltimore stuff. I'm from here. Does this stuff play like in a room in Kentucky? Like if you pull the Baltimore stuff out, are they, do they know what's going on? Do they get it? Well, I think I think that people like specificity, and they like to they like to sort of um, they like when something's personal, you know. And I think now certainly it's not going to hit the way it hits in Baltimore because everybody knows it. But I think people, I do think we're such an interesting town that other places are fascinated by by it, you know. Um, and so it'll work. It'll work. I had a joke, you know, that joke you were talking about in my last special. It's more. If you're doing it in a different place, you almost have to walk them through it like, like you're narrating a nature documentary. You know what I mean? It's like these are these are these are rare and exotic Baltimore specimens you're describing to them. All right, makes sense. All right, thank you for explaining that. Okay, all right. I know you're a huge sports sure. fan. You've already mentioned the Orioles. Uh, how are you feeling oh, today? What, oh, what, so. what do you make? What do you make of what happened? You know. I wish, I wish that I could say I was heartbroken, but it's, it's the thing of like, you know, fool me once, shame on me, fool me literally my entire life. Yeah. Huh. Uh, you know, shame on you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sorry. I flipped it. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me my entire life. Fool me 40 times. Shame on me. And it's like, I have never, my first cognizant memory of the Orioles is, you know, uh, getting robbed. That kid on the Yankees robbing, giving them a home run they didn't deserve. That ALCS. Jeffrey Mayer. I, you know, yeah, Jeffrey, in, Mayer. I, I, yeah. Jeffrey Mayer. Yeah. That's, uh-huh. that's my first. That is my first. And, you know, 
when I was a really little kid, we were good, but you're just kind of sort of aware of it. That is the first one that sticks in my head. I'm in high school, 07, I'm a senior in high school. Those are leading the AL East. We completely fall apart uh, in the second half that year. And then, you know, the, when Machado gets hurt, the year Kansas City wins, it's like, I just know, I just know it's not ending good for us, you know? And it's like, it's almost like being in an abusive relationship. And, you know, the, the Orioles knocked on my door. They're, they swear they're, they're in rehab. They got a, they're holding down a steady job, and they just want another chance. And I didn't fall for it. I'm for it. I wish I did. I wish I, my heart could love again. But I'm just – my entire life has been, you know, Charlie Brown with this team. Yeah. And I feel bad for the, for the team because it's, it's such a lovable team, right? It's a, you love to see these young guys come up, and especially the way our management is, you get worried that we're not going to sign our best young talent, so you got to enjoy the moment you have with them. And they're, they're exciting, but it's just like they're a part of something so much bigger. The negative Orioles karma is always going to get to us, I feel. Mm. I just – I won't believe it until I see it. You know what I mean? And and, and I and part of me – I also feel like I jinxed us a little bit because I was like, wow, it's my big weekend. I've sold out all these shows in my hometown. Yeah. Everything's coming together. Hopefully the Orioles don't sweep – Oh, sweep the text, you know, and and I get to see a game in Camden Yards. Oh. You know, like I was even like worried. I was I was like, you know, I I allowed myself the one scenario of like, it's not going to work. But how cool would it be if I got to be in the stadium oh. when they actually, you know? And so I I jinxed any positive karma. I completely jinxed. So um, it's just either any way you have it with the Orioles, it's like. You just know it's going to happen. And so, you know, God bless the boys. I, I hope they come back. I hope they come back a little, you know, and and it's still an incredible season. The regular season was, was wild. I didn't follow it the way as fully as I, you know, as I would have if I believed there was anything was going to change. But hopefully they, hopefully they prove me wrong next season. I'll say it that the Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. Sebastian Maniscalco. I'm a comedian. In my 20s, I wasn't, like, in a company. And I don't know, like, how marketing, sales. Yeah, you're a brand. You're a company. Yeah. And like Jay-Z says, I'm a businessman. Yeah. Yeah. To that. Remind me not to quote any hip-hop lyrics again. That was just a big miss. <laughs> when you first said it, I'm like, yeah, he's a businessman. Yeah, I nailed it at the end. I pulled it together. It just took me a minute. The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. I do like that you blame yourself for them going out and then that which surmises the angry, <laughs> ignorant Baltimore person who had nothing to do with it right, whatsoever. Well, well, that's exactly right. I mean, this is a character and I am my, making fun of, you know, yeah. these Baltimore guys. But let's be honest, in my heart, I'm a Baltimore that's guy right. just like them. That's I'm right. I'm just as dumb at, at my very core. The very core of every sports fan is a really is an idiot that does not know what he's talking about. <laughs> and that's me, baby. That's, that that's all of us. All right, last question for you. <laughs> uh, who is your favorite yeah. Harbaugh, Jim or John? Who's your favorite Harbaugh? Oh, come on, man. <laughs> I mean, who, who got us a Super Bowl? Who's, I mean, he's the man. John, Jim is cool. He's, I like how intense Jim is. Like, he's got like a, he almost feels like, like John is seems like more of a re, a real person. He's a little more mellow. Jim feels like 
John from Concentrate. You know what I mean? Where it's like Jim is like, you got to water down Jim a little bit because he's just too intense about football. But John is, he's the man. He's a, uh, we won the Super Bowl with him and he's been, you know, he's just been, he's been, he's an icon of the franchise. And uh, I'm so happy. And listen, as the, the Ravens might've dropped a couple, that Steelers game was brutal, but I still, I'm a huge Lamar believer. I'm a huge Harbaugh guy. Just, I want to see them get one for sure. So John's my guy all the way. Stavros, thank you so much for coming on. Uh, as a co-angry, sports. ignorant sports fan from Maryland, uh, yes. we love you. So welcome home. Glad to have you back home. And thank you for taking the time for coming on today. I appreciate it. Appreciate you, Bram. Thank you very much. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen.